Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Grand Old Opry. Original air dates December 31st, 1950. This episode is going to be the New Year's special. This is the first half. Look for the second half after this one comes out. Yes, sir, from the National Guard Armory, it's Grand Old Opry time. Washington, D.C., and here's the star of our show, Red Foley. Thank you, Connie. Thank you. Hi. Great day of the morning. <laughs> well, sir, get these microphones set around here so we can get up to them. Hey, what a crowd. Her eyes were blue, her hair was all burned. Her smile was like an angel, dear. She was her daddy's only daughter On the Tennessee border One night I took a ride just across the line I picked her up in a pickup truck And she broke this heart of mine Her mother said no, she's my only daughter But we got married on the Tennessee border Hey, let's go everybody! And the Armed Forces Radio Service all over the country is going to carry our little broadcast tonight. So we want we don't want the boys over there who are having a little rough luck right now to think we're having too big a time, but our hearts are with them all. Isn't it, huh? Yes, sir. You bet you move. Uh, I know that uh, I shouldn't spend very much time out here talking about uh, the various people that... Uh, we have on the Grand Ole Opry every Saturday night, but here's a young man that you can't say too many things about, that is nice things, a boy that uh, we think is one of the most wonderful, just plain old everyday country boys, farm raised and hands spanked, as the saying goes, one of the funniest boys we think in this great land of ours. We sometimes refer to him as the Clark Gable of the kitchen table, but we like to think of him as just plain old everyday Rod Bransfield. Ah. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Foley. Thank you, Miss Foley. Hi, Shorty. Stop that. Thank you, Miss Foley, for them kind words. Blind as a bat. Thank you, man. Much obliged for the kind music. Hi, dear friend. Glad to see you all tonight. I'm glad to be here. Wish I'd have been here sooner. Would have, but I had to rock the baby. I run out of rocks. Hope everybody's having a good time. I didn't get to come down here with Mr. Foley and the rest of them when they come. They all flew over here in an airplane. I don't fly much. I love to get high, but not that high. 
Just wait till after 12 o'clock and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, sure, I had to come down up here to Washington on the train. I went down to buy my ticket at the depot, and I, and I asked a feller... Archie! All right, buddy. I don't know whether to talk to this and that and or that and. So I'll just talk to all... Talk to this? Yeah. Lively little devil, is to be so little, I'll swear. <laughs> Glad to know you, Mike. Stay with us, Shorty. I had to come to Washington on a train, and I bought my ticket. I went up to the depot, and a feller behind the cage there, I told him where I wanted to come to, and he says, well, do you want a Pullman? And I says, yeah, I guess I do. I guess so. Tell you the truth, I didn't know what he's talking about. I didn't want him to find out I was doing so I just bought it. I got on train there, and it turned me over to a dark-complected feller there named Mr. Porter. <laughs> well, sure, Mr. Porter took me down through the train, and I come to find out I bought me a little stall up there on the side of the train I was supposed to sleep in, the little pallet made on a shelf up there. Wasn't room enough to cuss a cat without getting hired, you know. He called it a bird. Bird. That's what he called it, a birth. I had a birth on the train there. It, uh, all the way from Nashville here. It was a, it was very small, very small. It had a ladder going up to it, and I clumb up this ladder to get in my berth, and there's two young ladies laying there in my bed. <laughs> I looked at them, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> they didn't say nothing neither. I guess we talked that away for two or three or four minutes, right? <laughs> Finally, I told him, I said, I, I, what say, boy? All right, I'm doing the best I can, buddy. <laughs> I saw, I finally told him, I said, girls, you're going to have to get out of there. That there's my bed. One of them looked up at me and says, well, we're in here now. What are you going to do about it, Shorty? I says, well, one of you is going to have to get out of there. That's <laughs> well, I finally got him out of there, and I got up in that place trying to get my britches off so I could go to bed. <laughs> and I swear I've got new shoes and didn't know it. I got up in there wrestling with my britches, trying to get them all so I could go to bed, and the first thing I know, I had my neck rammed out the window about that fur, and some fool hung a mail sack on it before I could get it back. Well, sir, we got up to... Uh, we got way up the line there. I don't remember where it was. Somewhere up here in Virginia where they have horse races anyway. Had to lay over there about four hours. And uh, I had a lot of time to kill there. Four hours to kill. Now, I went out to the racetrack. I went, y'all excuse me, friends, for scratching, but I'm the only one that knows where I'm itching. <laughs> I went out to the racetrack. I don't care much for I itch, neither. <laughs> I went out to the racetrack there, and I was standing up there at the, at the, at the thing there, and the horses was getting ready to run, and there's prancing back and forth. And <clears throat> I noticed an awful pretty young lady sitting right close to me there, and she kept tugging at her clothes and pulling at her clothes and pulling at her clothes. After a while, she turned around to me and said, Mr., have you got a safety pin? I says, no, ma'am, I sure ain't. Just about that time, fella up in that booth shot a gun and hollered, they're off! <laughs> she fainted. <laughs> I stood around there for an hour and a half, and I never did find out what was the matter of that poor woman. But while I was standing there, while I was standing there, there's no boy from my hometown walked up to me. 
Old boy, my hometown walked up to me. I didn't hardly recognize him when I seen him. boy named Bill Morgan. He's from my hometown, Hornwall, where I come from. It's a little town down in Tennessee down there. Very small town. In fact, it's very small, and the population never changes. Every time a baby's born, somebody leaves town. <laughs> so old boy walked up to me, and me and him got to talking about when we was kids in school together there at home. I never will forget one time, me and him and another old boy, Troy Dobbs, his name. We were sitting in the schoolhouse, and our teacher was writing up on the blackboard with a piece of chalk. And uh, all of a sudden, Bill sitting there said, Teacher, you've got a run in your stocking just above your knee. She says, you get your books, boy, and get out of here and go home. You're expelled. He got his books and went home just like that. In a few minutes, she was writing again on the blackboard, and Troy was sitting there said, Teacher, I see your garter. <laughs> she said, now you get your books and go home, too. He got his books and went home just like that. About that time, she dropped her chalk and reached over to pick it up. I just picked up my books and went on home. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very kindly for listening to my mess here. Got so much show in store for you, I'm going to get away from here. With the help of these boys, I'm going to do something I hardly ever do. My tonsils don't backfire and slap the taste out of my mouth, I'm going to sing. <laughs> here it is, a little song entitled, I'll Never Forget the Day That Bumblebee Backed Up to Me and Pushed. Be kind to your web-footed friends. A duck may be somebody's mother. Be kind to your friends in the swamp, for they live in the Geistern dump. Now you may think this is the end. Well, it is. Thank you. <laughs> hey! Thanks a lot to you, friends and neighbors. We have a friend of ours here from Missouri. Makes his home here permanently. We'd like you to meet him, the Jordan Ayers. The Jordan Ayers. Boys, come out here. Yes, sir. Hey! Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Jordan Ayers Quartet from the Grand Ole Opry. But originally, we are from Missouri, as Red Foley said, and we're very proud to say that we are. Uh, knowing that we've got a friend of ours up here in the state capitol, I mean in the national capitol, rather, a president of the United States. Uh, we're going to get right into our first number, and uh, we hope that you'll enjoy what we have to offer tonight. I'm going to adjust the microphone just a little bit here. And uh, there's something you wanted to say, Bob? Yes, I was, I was supposed to make this announcement. Oh, Bob. yes. All right. Go ahead. Next week, right here in this auditorium, following Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was an important announcement, you know. I, I... Well, we're going to get right into the first number. It's entitled, Lead Me to That Rock. Lead me to that rock that is higher than life. Lead me to that rock. Yes, lead me to that rock. Why don't you lead me to that rock that is higher than mine? Thou hast been a shelter for me. 
well when you go down to yonder fold to search among the sheep. My brother, thou hast been a shelter for me. Well, you'll find him there, so I've been told it's those enough to keep. My brother, thou hast been a shelter for me. Why don't you lead me to that rock that is higher than thine? Lead me to that rock. Lead me to that rock. Why don't you lead me to that rock that is higher than mine? Thou hast been a shelter for me. Why? reception. I'm telling you, this is a wonderful group of people. What a large crowd we're ha we have here tonight at this big armory here in Washington, D.C. And uh, don't you agree to that, Bob? Was, yeah, what a wonderful was, crowd we have. No yeah. kidding. A large crowd. Wonderful crowd. You remember, this place reminds me of the, I went to school. And this reminds me of the you auditorium. Went to school. <laughs> the auditorium we had. Yeah, I went to a country school and we had an auditorium something like this. I, you know, I visited one of the schools here in Washington uh, last week, and there was, they study about different things than they do back when I went to school. They were studying about the Freedom Train. You know what the Freedom Train is? That's a train that runs from Washington to Reno. You know, one day, uh, one day when I was in school, a teacher says, Bob, who shot Abraham Lincoln? He says, I didn't do it. She didn't like that for some reason. She said, I want you to go home and get your dad and bring him up to school. Well, I went home and I got dad and I brought him up to school. She says, Mr. Hubbard, I asked your boy just the other day who shot Abraham Lincoln. He says, I didn't do it. Now, what kind of an answer is that? My dad looked at her for a minute and he says, my boy's an honest boy. He says he didn't do it, he didn't do it. <laughs> Bob, come here just a minute. Maybe you can help me out with something. Maybe you can do it right. There's a wireless message coming in uh, right now over the wireless, and we want you to get it down. If you've got a pencil and paper, hurry up and get a pencil and paper, and we'll write this message down because it might be a very important message for everybody that's here tonight. We want everybody to hear it. You ready? Here we go. Here it comes now. Ready? Did you get that down? All of it? Okay, here comes some more. Ready? Here we go. Write it down. Get that down. All the message. All right, now it might be an important message for everybody here tonight, Bob. Be sure and read it back right. You ready to read it back now? All right, read it back. Last Saturday night, we, uh, everybody on the Prince Albert Grand Ole Opry sang the number that uh, they felt was the best seller in records for the past year, for the year of 1950. Well, we, we specialize in spirituals, the Jordanaires, and so we'd like to sing uh, one of our spirituals that we think was our best seller for the last year, and it's one that we really like to sing. We use five voices, and it's called, I Want to Dig a Little Deeper in the Storehouse of His Love. I want to dig a little deeper in his love, dig a little deeper in his love. I want to dig a little deeper in the storehouse of his love. 
all is low. Well, I want to dig a little deeper. It is love, I want to dig a little deeper. It is love, I want to dig a little deeper in the storehouse. All is love, all is love. Connie B. Gay had been announcing all week that we were going to have a surprise guest here tonight for you kind people. And, of course, this is real surprise to us, too. We didn't know he was going to be here because he used to... Oh, now, wait a minute. Uh, who is that? A spy out in the audience. Anyway, he used to be down at the, old, the Grand Ole Opry with us and was down there a couple of years. We enjoyed him a lot. He's a great, great guy. Came here to entertain you folks around Washington, D.C. with Mr. Connie B. Gay. And now he's moved on up to Richmond, Virginia. But I'm sure that all you folks around Washington here are acquainted with the one and only... <laughs> Grandpa Jones! Yes, sir! Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awful proud to be down here with you, and I'm not going to take up too much time, but I'm going to start off by singing a little old tune that, that I've sung for y'all a lot of times. It's called, Son, Get Up and Light the Lamp. I think I knocked one of your ma's eyeballs out. There it is. It's my horse up to my hack. Buckle my banjo to my back. Buckle broke and the banjo flew. Sid got the buckle and the banjo too. Uncle East got the boom and gone on. Gone on. Gone on. Uncle East got the boom and gone on. And left us looking up Did the angels wear slipping and a sliding on the golden stair? Golden slippers and a silver socks, dropped in nickels in the missionary box. Uncle East got the boon and gone on, gone on, gone on. Uncle East got the boon and gone on, and left us looking up a train. was a good old soul, washed his face in a butter bowl, bumped his head on the mantelpiece, and fell right back in a bucket of grease. Uncle East got food and gone on, gone on, gone on, Uncle East got food and gone on, left us licking up tree. Hitch my horse up to my hack, buckle my banjo to my back, buckle broke and the banjo flew, Satan got the buckle and the banjo too, Uncle East got food and gone on, gone on, gone on, Uncle East Told this world goodbye. He went to heaven to his home on high. Told St. Peter to make room. Here comes Eve for a fetching in the coon. Uncle Lee's got food and gone on. Gone on. Gone on. Uncle Lee's got food and 
Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. I, I'll never forget where I learned that tune. I learned that from my uncle of mine that used to go to a lot of dances. They used to have dances around everywhere. And my uncle would go and he'd get a little too much to drink, you know, just like we might do tonight. <laughs> well, I remember one evening he, he went to one of them. They, they had a big, big dance, you know. And my uncle went and he got a little too much to drink. And he always walked home through the field. He'd cut through the field. Well, he cut through a, a, a little graveyard that night. And he was walking along, you know, and they had just dug a fresh grave there that day. And <laughs> he couldn't see very well, you know. <laughs> he couldn't have seen if it had been daylight. And he was walking along and he fell in that grave. Well, he couldn't get out, so he just laid down and slept there all night. <laughs> well, the next morning, he got up a little bit groggy-eyed, you know. <laughs> he got up and looked out and says, well, here it is, resurrection, and I'm the first one up. Red, it's awful nice being down here with y'all, taking up your time this morning. Hey, way. how about that surprise? That, that's wonderful, huh? <laughs> Old Grandpa coming back over here. And I want you to know, seriously, that he was as much as, much a surprise for us as he is for most of you folks well, out there. I'm just not going to be anywhere. Good to have you here, buddy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brad. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to take care of a request down here. Somebody. All right, all right, here we go. I'm glad you said that because I'm in the right tune for it. Whoop! Yo, yo! Speaking Fanny. Did it? Whoop! Yo! Oh, I know what you can hold on find the ticket fee. Every night at some time I believe that dog can see.
He said you'll get up there and one of them fellas will run off with you. I wish they would. True words was never spoke through false or teeth, I tell you. No, I was coming in out there in front tonight and there was two nice looking fellas standing there. And one of them said to the other when he seen me, he said, ain't that the ugliest girl you ever seen? Oven said, yes, yeah, she's ugly, but she may be a pretty good old girl. You know, beauty's only skin deep. Oven said, well, let's skin her. <laughs> I just come on in. I'm used to having folks pay me compliments everywhere I go. I don't care. <laughs> now, before I left home, my fella come over to see me, and we're sitting on the double set team. Just me by him and him by me. We got a clock in our front room makes me mad. It ticks slow. Every time my fella comes over there to keep me company, sound like that old clock saying, take your time. Take your time. I ought to get one of my fast ticking little clocks goes, get together, get together, get together. <laughs> my fella, my fella says to me, he says, Minnie Pearl. That there's my name, Minnie Pearl. That is why I call him that, I reckon. He says, Minnie Pearl, what would you do if you was to get off up there at Washington on New Year's Eve and run up on a bunch of them handsome Washington fellers that'd just kiss you at the drop of a hat? What would you do? I said, I reckon I'd be all time dropping my hat. I ain't had no trouble yet, though. I'm still a-hoping. They say kissing spread germs. <laughs> I sure have spent a healthy evening. <laughs> Before I got ready to come up here, I asked Mammy what was to say. I didn't know what to say. I ain't never been around much. Except that time I went to town, leaned over the time of shooting, got caught in a revolving door. I made 300 round trips in that thing before I could get out. She says, whatever you do, don't mention nothing about the weather, because men ain't looking for information. I said, well, what are they looking for? She said, I don't know, child, but whatever it is, you ain't got it. <laughs> well, sir, I tell you, Seeing all these fellas, these servicemen here, I sure do love to see them, too. I'll tell you, my cousin Elmer, he's been over in the South Pacific, and he's telling me about girls over there that dance them hula, 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 hula dances. He got engaged to one of them girls. She wiggled out of it. <laughs> and I said, well, how do them girls dance the hula dances? And he says, that ain't hard to do. He says, all you do to dance the hula dances, you just tie a bunch of hay around your waist and a bunch of oats around your neck and then just rotate the crops. <laughs> well, you know, I wished I'd have brung my brother with me. I wanted y'all to see him this New Year's. He looks awful well. We've cut his hair off now. You can see his eyes. <laughs> He's got the friendliest eyes. They're all the time looking at one another. <laughs> Has to lay on his back to look downstairs. <laughs> Every time he cries, tears roll down his back. He looks a whole lot better than he did last year along about hog killing time. He fell off and got so thin we had to starch his underwear to hold him up. <laughs> well, I've got to sing now. See, he's had some fellers. Well, come up here and give me a charge, please. I'd like to rip off here with a few sweet spasms of comfort and joy. I'd like to sing out there and call Jealous Hearted Me. In about the gear D. Let her flicker fly. <laughs> you. Woo! Tell you right now, you reckon when they took out my tonsils, they took my vocal cords out, too, you reckon? <laughs> I ain't been singing as well ever since. You can have my coffee, you can have my tea, but just you let my feller be. I'm jealous, jealous-hearted me. I'm just as jealous as I can be. Now I've got a man and a mood off, too. My man don't fight, my mood off, too. I'm jealous, jealous-hearted me.
And this is the very tail end of 1950. That we just put together a whole lot of numbers here and just sing a little dab of them. Of the numbers that's been mighty good to us through the year 1950. And thanks to you folks for making them that way. Some of our recordings that you folks have accepted. And we hope maybe that you'll recognize one of your favorites. Here we go. Huh? I'd be sick of more shine up and shoes Meet my baby and tell her the I bet my bundle on sway back neck Came home winter with the funniest swag One foot, two foot, slew foot, drag Swing your heart into the sugar foot rag Dig a little jig, then a zig and a zag And listen to the fiddle play the sugar foot rag Somebody's crying Somewhere, somebody's heart is blue. Somebody's crying over me somewhere, and she. Everybody starts rocking and showing their feet when a bass starts playing that solid beat. Now, everybody's dancing and jumping to when the music starts rocking. Nobody's blue. A funny little rhythm with a solid sound. A boogie and a jumper call the bottom Hey, 
This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.